Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Days and Infused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. And as usual, we're bringing you something interesting, but this week, a little different. This week, we have with us Melanie Cohn, the voice of Lucy on Peanuts from the 1970s. Melanie, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's really great to have you here. Not exactly our typical, you know, format, not exactly our typical um, guest, but you know, there's so many interesting things that are corollaries. And in full disclosure, Melanie and I went to both grade school and high school together. And we were recently talking. And I just thought it'd be the most interesting episode to hear about working with Charles Schultz and being on Peanuts. So, Melanie, why don't you give the people at home a little background on who you are and how, how this started? Well, it started back in the early 70s. My father was in advertising. And one day he just decided that he was going to sign my sister and myself up at a casting agency. It was Brebner Casting Agency in San Francisco. And um, the first part that I got was actually, uh, I was an extra in The Godfather. And uh, that was, Ooh. it was a scene that was filmed in, uh, can I say the town where we grew up? Sure. In Ross, California. There you go. So um, then uh, my sister actually auditioned for Lucy and Peanuts and she voiced Lucy for a couple of years. And then um, what happens is the kids retire and they don't tell you when you're retired. You just, they just don't call you anymore. So one day they called me instead of my sister and they asked, or they called my mom and they said, can you bring Melanie and we'd like to audition her. So I went in and they auditioned me for Sally and Lucy. And when it was finished, they said, well, your voice is a little bit too low for Sally and a little bit too high for Lucy. Okay. But uh, because your voice quality is similar, similar to your sister's, uh, we're going to let you work your way into Lucy. So they started me a little bit early and I might have had the longest run of anybody. I, I voiced for three years. Wow. So what episodes was that? Um, so I voiced, uh, be my Valentine, Charlie Brown. Okay. You're a good sport, Charlie Brown. Cool. It's a mystery, Charlie Brown. Um, it's the Easter Beagle, Charlie Brown. That was my favorite. Wow. And the full length movie, um, race for your life, Charlie. Brown. Wow. I actually didn't know you did that one. That's fantastic. Yeah. That is cool. Um, for everybody listening at home, um, my company, Sense Distribution, proud sponsor of this program, um, we're located in Santa Rosa, California. And Santa Rosa, California is the home of Charles Schultz. Not only is it the you know his original home where he, I think, lived most of his life and died there, 
The airport is named Charles Schultz Airport, Sonoma County Airport, and it's literally the heart of cannabis. So it's an interesting, you know, juncture here between Charles Schultz and what this business has become um, and how much Sonoma County has gravitated toward, you know, the legacy of Charles Schultz and really honoring, you know, everything he did. Um, So since that time, obviously, you know, we went to high school together. I remember we played in band together and uh, you, you went on to a career, I believe in radio. Is that right? I did. I've done a few different things. Um, I have worked in radio. I worked in the early nineties in Florida and I had uh, an on-air show. I did an on-air auction twice a week, which was really fun. And I also sold advertising And then in Washington state where I lived last, I worked at a station where I sold advertising and I did, I wrote all of my ads and I voiced a lot of them as well. Wow. So you took the voice, the voiceover skills all the way through. That's amazing. Yeah. And then uh, I moved to Texas a couple of years ago and I worked for a radio station until COVID hit. We don't want to talk about that though. No. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I worked for a while and I did the same thing and, and they, um, they were very, uh, they had their routine down. So, you know, I, I had to actually suggest that I could voice some of my ads. So they had me do that. And um, I also wrote my own ad copy as well because uh, I just like to do that. They had somebody at this station in Texas, they had somebody that wrote copy, but I like to do my own. I kind of like to be in control of everything. (laughs) That's good. Um, Let me ask you, just did you ever meet Charles Schultz? Was he on set or during the whole recording thing? No, actually, I never met him. My sister did. Um, The people that were on uh, in the studio were Bill Melendez who was, he actually was an animator, voice actor, uh, director and producer, but he was the director and the producer was Lee Mendelson. Okay. So I worked with them. Yeah, it's amazing. I never thought about this because I'm not really in, you know, a big um, show business person, but you have an IMDB credit or more than one. And yeah. yeah, for Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown, there you are, Melanie Cohn. That's very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, they should all, all of the shows should be listed on there. If they're not, I'm going to have to, you know, well, send no, an I'm, email or something. Uh, they do. <laughs> they are on here. A lot of them. That's pretty, pretty neat. So look them up, guys, at home. If you're just sitting around, um, stuck in your couch, so to speak, um, check it out on your laptop or something and look up Melanie Cohn and her, and her many, many credits on imdb um so after you you did that obviously you went on to another career now you found that the nostalgia market is very very big and it's starting yes. to really take off um comic con and all that stuff do you participate in those kind of things i just started last year i was um actually somebody contacted me who happened to live in dallas and he asked me if he could buy 50 of my signatures and he would give me $500. And I just, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I said, what, you know, and, and for years people have been telling me that I should do something with the nostalgia. So yeah. he kind of gave me some ideas, referred me to somebody else 
got me into a Comic-Con in Houston back in March. And then he apparently is very busy with his family. So I just decided that I was going to start uh, prospecting on my own. I find it very similar to um, selling, which I don't like to, I, I don't like to use that word in radio, but essentially that's what you're doing. Um, so I've just been prospecting as I did uh, in radio. And I have, um, I have some things Well, I was just at a comic book store last weekend yeah. and uh, that was fun. Uh, some people showed up, you know, specifically to see me, which is great. I love it. Um, and I have um, another one coming up next weekend in another comic book store. And I'll be at the Dallas comic show in November. I will be in the Southwest Florida con in Fort Myers, Florida in November and hopefully back in Tampa in December. Wow. That's a, a lineup. Sounds like you're getting busier and busier. What a, what a cool reward too later in your life to, you know, have this whole nostalgia thing and the comic thing really gain traction and have your work, you know, exposed to the masses yet again, and to have people appreciate you for what you did. That's a kind of an, a neat residual in this whole deal, wasn't it? Absolutely. Um, it's, it's really gratifying and, and I still don't believe it. And, and I have to convince myself, um, you know, I, I, um, Somebody asked me last week at the comic book store if if I was really into peanuts back then. And and I said, no, not really. And then I thought about it afterwards and I thought, no, you know, that's not the kind of thing that you say. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You don't talk about other cartoons. Well, I do remember um, when we were kids that you were somewhat of a celebrity at school. You and your sister were that kind of the... <laughs> The celebrities at our school because it was just you your sister robin and i think uh, our old friend garth clum i think had some bit actor roles and some stuff too oh, really? um, and that yeah and that was a very interesting to, to to know that you were doing that and we all got to listen to it you know and we were right in that demo in that age group to listen to him as you basically you did them because it was 1974 on to 1977 right yes that's cool. Yeah. So it was current at the time. Oh, and I, yeah. ha I have to add, you know, we we went to school with Greg Barrett. We didn't know at the time that he would become a star, right? Superstar. Yeah. Greg Barrett. Shout out to you, Greg, and um, hope you're doing well in your writing yeah. career. He, he did do that. Um, uh, the movie and the book, She's Not That Into You. And I yeah. think he had pretty good success with that. And he went on to a stand up career. So hats off to Greg, too. Yeah. Um, as always, this show is brought to you by Shuggies, S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S. And look for us at Shuggies.com. We now have two new product offerings on the market. We have our pourable 500 milligram agave tincture. And we also have our stevia for you out there who are um, intolerant to sugars. Our stevia has a delicious flavor, not acrid. And it packs a punch and makes your day a little bit brighter. Look for Shuggies at a dispensary near you throughout California. And if you want to contact us, just look us up at Shuggies.com and drop us a line. We'd be happy to answer any of your questions, whether they're nutrition or where you can buy. We'll get back to you and let you know. So again, that's Shuggies.com. So back to you, Melanie, after that brief interlude. Um, 
what is your fondest memory of that time? Now that you think back and you re- you can reflect on your work. Honestly, my fondest memory is of Lee Mendelson. He was a wonderful man. Um, he actually picked me up a couple of, a couple of times from school. Um, he drove all the way from uh, the peninsula up to pick me up in Marin County and bring me back to San Francisco to record. And, and was he the producer or director? He was the producer. Oh, cool. And I don't know if you know or your listeners know that the voices are always done by kids. I did know that because you told me that. Uh, so but the, the other people at home haven't heard that. So yeah. And the other thing is that the children did not go into the studio together. Oh, so that was all independently recorded. Yes, we recorded with Bill Melendez, the the director. And wow. so he that's would. A, do... That's amazing because your intonation. Honestly, it sounds like you're talking to each other in those. It does. It does. They were they were very clever, very clever people. Um, so he would do the, the lines of the person that I was talking to, that I was going to be talking to. And then I would do my lines. And of course, they did the animation after because back oh. then it was all done by hand. Right, 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 right. So you have to match it to your voice patterns. Exactly. Oh, man, how complicated in today, you know, everything's digital. Yes. Everything's, you know, you can manipulate anything on the fly. I'm not saying it's easy to you animators out there possibly listening, but it's still, (laughs) it's still quite different from page flipping, uh, you know, individual drawings and then merging them together on film. That's an incredible undertaking by today's standards. Absolutely. It took six months to make a half hour special, which was actually 22 minutes because of the ads. Were, were you involved in the post at all? Like, would, would you have to come back and re-record certain things because they didn't work well during the animation process or anything like that? I don't recall ever ha- having to go back in. Wow. <laughs> that's a testament I, to no, it's not not to say that i didn't but i don't recall <laughs> okay um th- that's pretty cool though i mean um just the fact that and you know there's um younger generation listening to this show and back in the day you know basically you had a flip board of sheets that you put your animation onto and they flipped through them and i think they had some automated process for the ones on film but it was still very manual you know it was not like today so um if you ever want to look it up on youtube guys if you want to see what old animation looks like it's pretty cool but um it's just so many charlie brown episodes out there it's just an amazing amount of time and effort went into it absolutely and i know they do it differently now i can tell you know with the the new movie that came out in the show that um, actually, one of my youngest son works uh, for Brain- Brainchild Studios, and he works on the Peanut Show, um, just all in the family. <laughs> wow, that is cool. That is really, really cool. Um, is our, I mean, there's been a resurgence, even when I've talked to people that I said I was interviewing you, they're like, that is so cool. I just remember that so much. We watch it every year. It's become tradition for so many families to watch it in the holiday season. So it's kind of like a, you're part of a slice of Americana. Do you feel that way? Uh, yes, I'm, I am absolutely, um, you, you know, working on that. 
it's a process. Um, the more, the more feedback I get, the more I believe in it. And, and I, you know, I mean, that's in all honesty. Um, I don't, it's, it's real consider- though. You should feel that way because it's like, not just because I know you weren't, I'm just blowing you up here. I'm just saying that so many people, I mean, I've seen peanuts in France. Now I don't think you voiced that one. Right. But no, that's the reach, you know, that's yeah. the reach of the program and it's international. It's loved. And now, you know, you can buy in California, you can buy a license plate that has Snoopy on it, which is crazy. Oh, really? That's great. Yeah. You see them everywhere now. And it's one of those things you pay an extra hundred bucks for or whatever, and you get a Snoopy license plate. So it's the impact of Charles Schultz and what he brought is pretty impressive to the whole thing. And you are a part of that. So that's really cool. I, I'm going to just toot your horn a little here. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And, and, you know, just brought to mind something um, that I completely forgot to tell you when you're talking about Santa Rosa, yeah. um, you know, Charles Schultz was originally from Minneapolis, Minnesota, okay. and he ended up in Santa Rosa. And I was actually at the museum in August and I forgot to mention that um, they have their 21st anniversary at the Charles Schultz Museum in Santa Rosa. And I was there for the, um, for the party and I signed and the, the line was nonstop. The line, they were waiting for me before I got there and we had to cut the line off and I stayed a little extra. Were were you the only voice actor there or, or participant in peanuts from that time period? Yes. And I prospected, I, it was my idea and I prospected and they said, well, uh, this is really short notice and, and, you know, it, we're nonprofit. So, you know, and I said, don't worry, don't worry. I, I need to be in California at that time and I'd love to show up. So um, I, it was wonderful. And the people were all ages, you know, it just, it, it's just amazing in all demographics. Well, it's, they're never going to say um, no again. that's for sure. Well, probably not because yeah. it was, it was a really successful day for everybody. That is cool. And that leads me to my next question. Do you hear from, I know you weren't in the same room and you didn't work together, but do you hear from other voice actors from that time period? Do you know them? That's a really good question. Latham. Um, I know my sister. Sure. So yes, I do talk to my sister. Um, That's good the, to hear. <laughs> one of the, um, Charlie Browns that actually was in shows with both of us. His name is Todd Barbie. Mm-hmm. And he, it would be cool if he was listening to this. Um, so he, we went to high school with him. He's Robin's age. He, and then he, went, he was uh, in Redwood high school. Yes. No kidding. Okay. Yeah. And I recently got in touch with another Charlie Brown that I was in shows with. And his name is Duncan Watson, and he lives in New Hampshire. Wow. And so we got in touch on Facebook, and uh, we ended up meeting um, in church. And we met Todd through high school. So we met these people uh, in other places, not in the studio. Did you know? I, I obviously you knew about with Todd Barbie, right? Yes. 
Did you did you know he was doing it because of yeah. your sister, obviously? Okay. Yeah, I think that we must have known the other kids' names. Has there been any outreach trying to get the band back together, so to speak? Did well, have a big signing thing? That'd be cool. You know, we did in Knott's Berry Farm, but it was, believe it or not, it was a long time ago. It was in 1989. That was forever so, ago. Just kidding. <laughs> what's that? That was forever ago. Just it kidding. was forever ago. <laughs> but that would yeah. be at this point, though. I mean, think it would be, you know, we're not getting any younger, any of us. And I think it would be really cool to do that and get some video on it. I think that would be super, super interesting to people, especially, you know, from the transition from, you know, earliest comics, which are, are, are animated series, which is like the Flintstones, I believe was the first major animated um, feature to come in. I believe that came on TV in 1964, believe it or not. Um, wow, that was a good year, wasn't it? It was. It was a great year. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, um, you know, going through this. There was the janky um, shows like um, Scooby-Doo that never looked good. And then there was the strangest of them all. And that was Peanuts because it was unlike anything else because it reflected accurately the comic strip that ran in international papers around the world. And it really kind of reflected that. Yes, it did. I mean, the whole thing, of it, this, it wasn't stop animation. It was just kind of this weird thing you know with the and then the teachers and the parents wah, 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 that whole thing that was a trip to me as a kid because it's like you know you you can hear that in your head because someone's talking to you and you're like i'm not paying attention to this person at all you know kind of thing people and have said just, that to me a lot really that's cool no it's not cool it's like telling me to shut up <laughs> <laughs> but oh, you know you mean, that <laughs> that sounds like one of your own children saying <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah plenty well, of times dog. but that was actually a trombone was it really yes was it someone speaking through the trombone or they were actually blowing on it um that's a really good question i don't know enough about that instrument to be able to tell you but i played um, its kissing cousin in band when we played in band together the baritone horn which is a keyed trombone, basically. Yeah. Interesting. I will find out the answer to this question and let everyone here know later on a future episode. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> if you do get the band back together, please let us know. I'd love to advertise that for you. And um, I, I know the public and I know people listening to this show probably want to see that, at least on a snippet on YouTube or something people really, really need. Yeah, it would be. And um, it's something that I, I don't know why, unless I wasn't invited. Um, you know, the last one, like I said, was 1989. And that was a lifetime ago. Well, um, a quick YouTube search will be will be very re revealing here to see if this has happened um, before. But I don't think it has been uh, has happened. Um, in the meantime, while I look this up, are there some plugs for, for everyone? Where are you appearing next? Well, uh, I will be appearing at a comic book store and um, it's between Conroe and Houston. It's called Space Cadets Collection Collection. Space Cadets Collection Collection. Yes, two collections. And that's on October 23rd from one to four. And then I will be in the Dallas Comic Show 
November 6th and 7th. I'm not sure if I'm just there one day. Um, all the details aren't worked out yet. And then uh, the Southwest Florida Con in Fort Myers, November 28th. Yep. So I don't know if you have listeners in those areas. I hope so. Um, Get out there and see Melanie. She'll be signing photos, I think. I will be. And I do have some merchandise. Okay. Merch. So, uh, yeah, Love merch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting used to that word. <laughs> so I have some, uh, some vintage things and I have some new things and some used merch. Like slightly used merch. I love that. Yeah. And some VHS, you know, I got the VHSs of all my movie, all my shows and my movie Oh, cool! and just some other things that uh, are fun and uh, eight by tens. Uh -huh. And I have little postcards as well. Oh, neat. Um, be sure you get out there and see Melanie at her next appearance. Are you announcing this on her website or anything like that? Yes. And my website is Melanie Cohn, K-O-H-N. And it's voice artist for Lucy Van Pelt. Pretty basic. Right. Cool. Um, so there are some sources on YouTube you could look up. Perhaps you could find Melanie on different things. Um, and like I said, Melanie, next time you have um, any kind of appearance or a reunion or you're going to be around locally, I'd love to advertise that and get you um, the credit you so greatly deserve. You are part of Americana now. I really appreciate that, Latham. That that means a lot to me. I mean it. And I think a lot of people listening, just thinking about it, um, they're going to go, God, that's really cool. Do you have any um, parting like lines from Lucy you could you could leave us with? <laughs> oh, well, I guess I could say good grief, Charlie Brown. That's the one. That's the line. Well, <laughs> Melanie, thanks so much for being here on Days and Infuse. You brought a little light into the cannabis world in a different fashion. And for all of you at home, look up Melanie Cohn um, on and your website again is MelanieCohn.com. Uh, actually, I don't have a website. If you Google Melanie Cohn, I'll come up under so many different things. It's I, I can't even count them. Uh, okay. where I've been added, but my Facebook is Melanie Cohn, voice artist for Lucy Van Pelt. All right. Well, thank you for being here and we'll see you hopefully soon. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So that was Melanie Cohn from the original Peanuts and look her up online. This show is always brought to you by Sense Distribution, distributor of many fine cannabis products. We aim to please on every level from edibles to smokables. Look for us at sensedistribution.com. Nothing for sale on that website, just a directional. And if you want anything or have any inquiries, just let us know. And that's it for this week on Days and Infused. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.